Hello, and welcome to the Get Transformed podcast of Transformation Christian Fellowship. We are so excited that you're tuning in, and we hope that you will be empowered and transformed by the Word of God. Matthew 18, Matthew chapter 18, verse 2 says, Then Jesus called the little child to him, set him in the midst of them, and said, Surely I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will not, you, excuse me, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as this little child, is the greatest in the kingdom of God. Verse three said, and I want to reread these verses again for our hearing. Hmm. Then Jesus called a little child to him, set him in the midst of them. And he said, surely I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. And verse four says, therefore, whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. I want to talk to you from a subject this morning entitled dependent, dependent. I want you to say over your life, if you're here and watching online, say I'm dependent, dependent. Hallelujah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hate to burst your bubbles this morning, but no matter how independent you think you are, you are very much dependent. I just want everyone to know that. As no matter how independent you think you are, you pay your own bills, you know, you know, drive your automobile, you know, all of that stuff, you are dependent. Ladies and gentlemen, we depend on food, water, all of these things for the continuation of life. You are dependent. Ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, even if you had a hard way of life, because I know some people say, well, Pastor B, you don't know how I grew up. I had to get everything myself. But even yet, you were still dependent on someone, even though you didn't have a family or something like that, there was still someone that was gracious enough to be a blessing in your life. I know you had a hard way of life, but still at the end of the day, as much as all of us think that we're independent, you are very much dependent. The reason why all of us are dependent, ladies and gentlemen, and why we are created in the image of God, we were creating the image of God in the sense that um, we have the ability to choose. But we were not made in the image of God with the ability of being self-efficient and self-sufficient. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to tell you that everything in the universe, everything in the cosmos is dependent on God, the creator, the sustainer of life. The Hebrew writer in Hebrews chapter one, verse three would tell us that everything, all things that were ever made have been sustained by the word of God. All things that were ever made 
were sustained is sustained by the word of God. It is the power of God's word that keeps the access of the earth in the proper rotation. It is, ladies and gentlemen, the power of God's word that the sun is still shining. It is of the power of God's word that you and I still have breath. It is of the power of God's word that we are still staying to what gravity is. It is of the power of God's word that the earth has not exploded. It is of the power of God's word, ladies and gentlemen, that all things are sustained. God, ladies and gentlemen, is the only per is the only uncreated being that is all self-sufficient and self-efficient. There is nothing that God needs from none of you, including me. He don't need you to have life. He is life. He don't need you to, because I want to dispel this, this thing. Everybody thinks, oh, God needs me to be a part of this team. I'm a part of Team Jesus, and we're going to tear the devil down and all of this stuff. When you say all of that, it makes you think that there is good versus evil. There ain't nothing versus God. Even his own sons of God know that God is no rival. <laughs> there ain't no, the devil knows that he's no match for God. Do you want to, you, want to, you really want to know what, God, what, this, what Satan's real plan is? It's not to go against God, but it is to go against whom he created. Satan is your enemy, not God's. I'll say that again. Satan is your enemy, not God's. God has no rival. They have no, they have no ability against God. God laughs at this notion that you think that some talent that you have is going to be, oh, God needs my talent. That God needs my ability. It's not that he needs anything. It's that he just wants you. Isn't it good to be in a relationship with somebody who don't want to be with you because you have something? Y'all better clap your hands. What's wrong with y'all? For those of you who are thinking about dating and all of that stuff like that, you need to observe if that person is with you because you got a little something, something that you got things going on. Now, that's good to be with somebody who got things going on. But really, God don't there ain't nothing that you can offer God that he needs from you. He's all sufficient in himself. Yeah. Everything you have, he gave it to you anyway. Yeah. But God just wants you. Yeah. That's it. He just wants to know you. He, well, I thought Brandon, I thought Pastor B, God is all knowing and all of that stuff. See, there's a different type of knowing. He wants to know you in an intimate way. God knows everything about all, all of his creation. But what does he say? He said, depart from me, all you sinners of iniquity. I never knew you. I never knew you like that. I never got a chance to knew you in that intimate way. The reality is, ladies and gentlemen, is that God is self-sufficient in all of himself. But bringing it back to us, you, my friend, are not. Me, I am not. We're very dependent. 
And I know this is countercultural because everybody said, no, I'm, a, I'm an independent man. I'm an independent woman. And then you got posts on Instagram to talk about I'm self-made. I'm self-made. I'm a self-made this. I'm a self-made. I got my own bag. Ain't nobody teaching me how to get this. Liar. You a liar. And the truth is not in you. Why? Because if you did not get you, if you are your own business owner, you have to depend on people to support your business. You are very de dependent. Well, I don't got a nine to five job and I can't date nobody with a nine to five because they got to have their own schedule, yada, 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 all this nonsense, right? But the thing that we all have in common is we're dependent on a source yeah. to get whatever means you go about getting money, you need people. You're not dependent. You're not independent. You are very much dependent. You live in a house, don't you? Yeah, but I got that. Well, you depend on your house to stay in the right format so that you can live, right? You depend that that foundation will not shift. You depend and you pray that nothing will break down. And if it does break down, if you can't fix it yourself, you depend on somebody that can fix it for you. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm trying to tear down this, this, this popular thought that it's, oh, I'm so independent and coming against people who are, who, who know their weaknesses and strengths. You know what's the greatest thing is somebody who knows how to deal, how to know what they're weak at to bring somebody alongside of them to teach them because I'm depending on your wisdom and knowledge to help guide me. That, my friend, is humility. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I like what Acts chapter uh, 17 says, and I want to show you something really quickly here. Acts 17 verse 24. In the New Living Translation, it reads, he is the God. Now, before I read this to you, Paul, ladies and gentlemen, is talking about, talking to, to the Athenians. And they are, man, they are big on uh, uh, um, a popular thought and thought-provoking things. And they want to know in a deeper way, what is this God that you are talking about, Paul? Because this goes against all of our ideologies, this is what they say. So Paul let him know. He's like, listen, <clears throat> he is the God who made the world and everything in it. Since he is Lord of heaven and earth, he doesn't live in man-made temples. Because Athenians had a temple, ladies and gentlemen, and they built it to an unknown God. How do you worship a God that you don't even know his name? <laughs> you don't even know his name. The thing said, an unnamed holy God. How can you make a worship stuff? that you don't even know the name of. Yeah. What is this? People do the same thing now. You, you, you praise things you don't even know. You, you, you go along with the popular thought, and he's saying, listen, God don't live in no man-made temples. Right. He said, and human hands can't serve his needs, for he has no needs. He himself gives life and breath to everything, and what he does, he satisfies every need. He satisfies every need. Verse 26 says, from one man, he created all the nations throughout the whole earth. He decided beforehand when they should rise and fall, and he determined their boundaries. 
And verse 27, he says, for his purpose was for the nations to seek after God and perhaps fill their way toward him and find him, though he is not far from any one of us. So God is not far from any one of us. You are far because of your choice, not because God is far from you. God is close, but your choice, it retracts you from God. Verse 28, and Paul says this as a, after a well-known uh, poet in, 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 in that they would know of. And he says, for in him we live and move and exist. As some of your own poets have said, we are his offspring. Say, I'm dependent. I'm dependent. Because, because I serve, serve. an independent God. Independent God. Hallelujah. So... Who better to depend on than a person that don't need you? <laughs> who better that you can rely on to a, who, to a God that says, I just want you. For in him we live and move and exist. Are you get what I'm saying? In him I live. In him I can move and do those things that I need to do and why my existence, my existence is in God. My, my life is in God. The way that I should move and operate is all in God. And what I like about our text, ladies and gentlemen, as I bring you back to Matthew 18 for a second, is that the disciples are having a meaningless conversation. They're trying to determine who's better in the kingdom of God, who is the greatest. Jesus calls a little child towards them. He calls a little child towards them, and Jesus said to him, he said, then Jesus called the little child, set him in the midst of him. So he set him, come here, Any, come fast. Let's move. Everybody give it up for my man, Any. Say what's up to the people. What's up? All right. So he calls a little child, Any, someone like Any. To come in the midst of them. And Jesus starts having a conversation. He says, surely I say to you, unless you are converted and become as a little child, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Say, hey, I know you're trying to have a conversation. Who's the greatest? But if you're not like this, as you grow in stature, because he will. <laughs> He will grow in stature. He will become great, but he must humble himself like a little child. What I'm telling you is, ladies and gentlemen, that your dependence, what Jesus is telling us is that our dependence must be as one that is a child. Look at any. He has no worries. You have any worries, any? No. <laughs> he has no worries. Come walk with me for a second, any? He has no worries. He's chilling. Mommy, take good care of you? Yeah. Mommy's taking good care of him. He don't got no worries. You worried about getting a job? No. <laughs> he has no worries. Are you hearing what I say? He said you must become... As a little child. Yeah. 
in your position with God. In your position with God, you and I are his children. Who do you depend on giving? Who cooks? You depend on mommy to cook? Yeah. You know how I cook? No. Mommy cooks for him. Are you worried about when you're going to get your next meal or anything like that? No. Why? Because mommy is supporting his needs. Are you getting what I'm saying? This may be comical to you, but the truth is when we were in this state, when we were in this state, we have no worries. Why? Because our parents are taking care of that. While we're in this state, we don't have to worry about what's the next thing and that thing is going to come from. Why? Because either my parents or guardians or whoever was watching me was going to take care of that. Why? Because I'm depending that because I can't do it for myself, I have to rely on someone else. Are you hearing what I say? I must rely on the fact that my father, God the father, is taking care of me, his child. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And so, ladies and gentlemen, if I'm going to be dependent, I must be as humble as a child to know my place. Do you talk back to mommy? Tell the truth. Yes. <laughs> That's all right. Let me explain this. I'm glad he said yes. Why? Because like us, sometimes we can get out of place. <laughs> ah, like us being children to God, we talk back to God and say, no, you can't tell me to do this. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And like a child, we must humble ourselves and remember our place to know, wait a minute, he's my father. I don't do that with God. And what happens, Any, when you talk out of place? What does mommy do in return? <laughs> but she would correct him. When he comes out of line, those who are God's children, he prunes and he corrects. Why? Because I must show you who is in what role. I, he is father and I am the child. And unless you become as humble as this child, as humility with the child, you will never inherit the kingdom of God. Because you will always think that you are bigger, smarter, and wiser than the almighty God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I don't know the way. I don't know the future. God knows the future. So dependence, ladies and gentlemen, is not only trusting God when he answers your prayers. But dependence is also trusting God when his wisdom says no to what you have desired. Why? Because your father knows best. And unless you become as the little child, you will miss out on the benefits of being in daddy's home. Don't you like being in mommy's home? Yes. <laughs> Don't you have fun with mommy? Thank God. 
All right, Annie, I'm done embarrassing you. I love you. <laughs> Unless you become, give it up for Annie, y'all. Give it up for my man, a honey girl. And give it up for Boomy. She's doing a great job. But unless you humble yourself like a child, ladies and gentlemen, you will never be able to experience all God has because you're not completely dependent. Say, I got to become completely dependent. We so here's the thing. Can I give you a few scriptures and I got to run really fast. I got to run really fast because I don't want to hold us too long. But here we go. A dependent is a person who relies on support. A dependent. That's a person who's a dependent. I'm, I am dependent. So there, I was a dependent at one time. And, and you know, I'm about to have a little dependent in, <laughs> in November. Amen. Amen. Claiming them on the taxes. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> and the church said. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I felt another dance coming on me right there, dog. No. <laughs> Yo, let me stop. Let me stop. Listen, so where was I? Where was I? So that's dependent. Uh, dependence, watch with the, now the definition of dependence, watch this, so that's a dependent, and dependence is the quality or state of being influenced or determined by a subject or, or subject to another. So I'm subjected to another, that, that means I'm dependent because there is, I'm in or this, I'm influenced by. We just celebrated Pentecost, I'm influenced by subjected to or you should be subjected to the move of the Holy Spirit in one's life that produces righteousness and godly living now here we go I want to give us a few things that we must understand Hebrews 10 let me go to Hebrews 10 first it says and my righteous ones will live by faith I will take no pleasure in anyone who turns away. But we are not like those who turn away from God to their own destruction. We are the faithful ones whose souls will be saved. Listen, true dependence. Watch here. Let's do this again. It says, and my righteous ones will live by faith. Now, can I show you something? Faith, trusting, belief. You will not depend on something you don't believe in. You will not depend on someone or something if you don't have faith in it. Meaning that faith and dependence correlates with one another. It is linked to one another. Listen, I ain't going to depend on somebody who know who I know they late. I ain't going to depend on them give me no, no ride. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not doing that. You, my friend, are a late person. I don't like to be late. I'm not going to depend on somebody that I'm going to put them in a position to ha handle money, and they can't handle money themselves. I'm not going to put faith in you. I'm not going to depend that you are going to know how to maximize my business opportunities. I'm not going to depend on you. 
I'm going to depend on those who I have faith in that they can get the job done. Are you get what I'm saying? And so the reason why the just, us who are called out, those who are being called out by God, we live by faith is because God can be trusted. He is dependable. He is reliable. And but I will take no pleasure. God takes no pleasure for anyone who turns away. For anyone who takes away their dependence from him. He takes no pleasure in that. And this is what happens. But we are not like those who turn away from God to their own destruction. When you stop depending on God, you are setting up yourself for your own destruction. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You are setting yourself. The Bible says in the New King James Version, it says it almost likens it to sin. Sin, ladies and gentlemen, in what the definition means, it means to miss the mark. Meaning that every time we lose our dependence from God and try to do it in ourselves, we will miss the mark every time. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And so the reason why there might be sin in your life is because there's at a place where you're not depending on God to deal with that particular area in your life that you keep missing the mark in. Because at some point you may not be trusting or you may not be dependent on him as you should. So ladies and gentlemen, my faith, ladies and gentlemen, must trust in the fact that God is dependable. And trusting in the fact that he can do what he says he can do, but he is who he says he is. And so what happens is, is that when we say, see, faith, ladies and gentlemen, true, genuine faith is not, you cannot say you have faith and you're self-sufficient. Or you try to be self-sufficient. You cannot say you have faith and you're trying to make things out happen in your own strength. That is not faith. That is not you believing. That is you trying to manifest. It's not faith. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You looking to the universe, trying to call it out and do it in your own self is not faith. That's saying that's self-sufficiency. That's the lie of universalism to think that the power is in yourself. You don't have anything. You have nothing. Brandon Pastor B has nothing apart from God. And guess what? When you set yourself up that way, you are leading yourself into your own destruction. Why? Because when life really hits, let's see how well your manifestation hit. Let's see how them crystals be if you can rub them together and happen and, and, and something happen for you. What's going to happen when you're dealing with your grief? I want to see what a tarot card can do for you. I want to see if the universe comes out of nowhere and helps you. I want to see it for myself. You say that my disbelieving in Jesus thing is crazy. I call you crazy. You looking at a daggone rock outside somebody sold to you on the street and said this got some type of ground energy and you going to believe in that. How foolish is that? And you tell me that this G at least I know Jesus ain't in the tomb. Oh, this is the white man's religion. Well, that shows you you're not educated. 
This ain't no white man religion. Jesus existed way before that. Man can corrupt anything. He don't listen. You can't blame God for man trying to create God in their own image. That's sin. That's them missing the mark. Are you hearing what I'm saying? There's different historical background that will speak to a lot of, 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 of people of color. And I, I said people of color who had some color to them are all throughout scripture. They're all there. So the reality is this, ladies and gentlemen, you and I, when we go with these, 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 uh, these different ideologies that are out here that has no base, that has nothing to substantiate it, what you are doing is setting yourself up for your own destruction and you're depending on a lie to get you to somewhere that you think magically that God is behind. And when all stuff hit the fan, the first place in person you blame is God. But I didn't think you believed in God. I thought you said the universe was gone. God does things in the universe and all of that. I didn't think you believed in God. I have agnostic friends. I have agnostic friends. I have those who are atheist friends. And you, it's so funny that when crap hit the fan, the first person you talk, I didn't think you think he existed. It's no shame, but I'm just being honest. When stuff hit the fan, I told you God wasn't real. The truth of the matter is this, ladies and gentlemen. When you do that, you set yourself up for destruction. For destruction. Can I move some more? Listen to this. Psalm 147, verse 10. It says, he takes no pleasure in the strength of a horse or in human might. God does not take pleasure in the fact that, listen, God, I'm about to show you today. I can do it. I can do it. God don't take no pleasure in that. Oh, I can do this today. God like, okay, whatever, man. <laughs> Knock yourself out. Have a good try. God ain't concerned about human effort. That's what he's saying. I know people preaching the fact, it is, and I'm not telling you that God don't require stuff of us, but he's saying that why are you doing it in your effort? Your effort is not good enough. Because if it was, then I wouldn't have sent my son. He takes no pleasure in that. Because why? You're depending on yourself. You depending on yourself. You trying to sing that song, me, myself, and I, that's all I got in my own. I'm not really a big Beyonce fan, but I know that song. <laughs> me, myself, and I. Or you like my man Boosie spelling it out. I-N-D. You know what I'm saying? You know what that means? That is Boosie. Independent, that's the, that's the song he's known for. <laughs> Here it is. See, y'all don't know no music. <laughs> y'all don't know no music. <laughs> We're going to leave that section alone for a second. Oh, no, no music. 
Here it is. No, the Lord's delight is in those who fear him. Those who put their hope in his, in his unfailing love. Can I show you something? Children feel their parents. I did when I was growing up. There's a respectable fear, not in the sense. See, I know everybody preaches to you that we shouldn't fear God. Not in that sense. It's just about reverence. Yeah, that's true. We ought to reverence the Lord. But there is still a fear of God that you need to be reminded that God is not your equal. This is not me installing fear in the sense of, no, you need to know that, listen, this is the almighty God you're talking to. There's still a respect for his place and his office that all of us need to have. And no, this is the same God who can drop you in a moment. I know you don't believe that. I'm not speaking to you. This is not apart from grace. This is the grace of God. Why? Because grace teaches us to reverence the Lord. Grace is a teacher instructing us in godliness. Titus chapter 2 verse 13 and 14 will tell you that. There is a healthy fear that we can have for our father. God, a healthy one, not one that, oh, if I messed up today, God's going to do me. Nah, we're not talking about that. We're just talking about a respect, a reverence, and a right, healthy fear to know, wait a minute, this is God Almighty. Every person that met God in person in scriptures trembled because I was in front of an almighty God. I can't stand because I can't believe what I'm seeing. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But this is what the Lord takes delight in. Those who fear him and those who hope. Those who depend in his unfailing love. Those who hold on to his unfailing love. The reason why we know God delights in that because it brings glory to God. This is the, this is the highest form of living. If you want to give glory to God, depend on him. This is the highest form of living. This is the highest form. So I want to show you something that not only this, but no matter how you grow in faith, you will always have to rely. Faith, your faith growing, ladies and gentlemen, is not you getting to a point where we turn 18 and say, all right, you out of the house now. Peace. Do well yourself. It don't work like that in God. You will never, your faith teaches you. When you faith grows, you even realize even more how much I got to depend on God. When you really become mature, see, a lot of us are immature because we try to do it in ourselves. But as you really mature in your faith, you're like, yeah, I, I really need Jesus every day. Well, let me tell you something. If you're really honest about yourself, you got some, tr- you, you, you's a sick person. If all of us be honest with this room, you a hard person to try to love. Or you can be at times. You know, you go from moods from left and right, and yet God still decides to deal with all of our fickleness. Ladies and gentlemen, he he is a God of unfailing love, and he says, I delight, I take joy in, I take pleasure in those who trust and depend on me. Say I'm a dependent. I'm a dependent. Your quality of your life is going to be based upon how well you depend on God. 
We're talking about the quality of this God-like life is the dependence on God. And while they are so, my God, help me in this room, the son is Jesus being the child who is God himself could submit to his father. Who in the world are you? If Jesus being God, the second person in the Godhead, could submit to his own daddy, what makes you think you are greater than Jesus? None of us are. Because Jesus was teaching us the highest form of living. It's depending on God. Jesus didn't even depend on his own strength to die. Jesus, I praise you. He didn't even depend on his own strength to die. He depended and said, whatever you want, nevertheless, your will be done. And they strengthened him. He didn't depend on his own strength. Ladies and gentlemen, if Jesus being God, did he showed you to depend on God, to show you that you need God. See, the first way, the practical way of the depending on God is first rely, realizing your need. And when you realize your need for God, you will depend on God. So if Jesus, who is God? Who is God in flesh and dwelt among us. If he, ladies and gentlemen, showed us that life, the highest form of life, is showing how to depend on God, what makes you think? And Jesus showed us, this is how you, this is how you depend on God, and I'm wrapping up. How you depend on God is doing what Jesus did. Set aside moments for prayer. Set aside moments for prayer. Let me tell you something. If you can set aside moments for brunch and all of this stuff with everybody else, you better set aside some time for prayer. Are you hearing what I say? You need to spend some time with God. You're going to depend on Let me tell you something. How am I going to really love my wife and I don't even really hang out with her? She just there. Just roommates. It don't work like that. The church should say, Come on in here. How are you supposed to real have a build a real relationship with somebody that the, that you can find out that that you're trustworthy? You shouldn't just say that you are a believer in voice, but it should be in your heart posture with God that I've set aside time to really know who He is. Are you hearing what I'm saying? This is just some practical tips. Another practical way of really depending on God, ladies and gentlemen, is involving him in your life's decisions. James chapter 1 verse 5 says, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask. If you're having trouble and you need the wisdom of God on how to deal with this manager or how to deal with this mentor, how should I get my business to the next? Pray to God. Ask him for wisdom. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? Ask and you shall receive. Here we go. Here we go. Matthew 6, 28. So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. They ain't tripping. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Here it is. Now, if God so clothes the grass of the field, if the grass is getting taken care of, 
which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little dependency? O you of little dependency. If the grass and nature can show you how to depend on God, what are you doing? What are we doing, ladies and gentlemen? Say, oh, you of little dependency. Therefore, do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For after all these things, the Gentiles seek. He said the people of the world, they seek after those, but not you because you're in a position like any. You're a child. You are under my covering. For your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. Your heavenly father knows that you need to eat, drink, and have clothes and have them. Your heavenly father knows you need those things. God ain't going to take away what you need. God knows what you need. Stop acting like he don't know what you need. No, you think you know what you need, but God knows exactly what you need. Lord, I need her to be having this shape and this, 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 and that. No, you don't need that. You need somebody real. It's hard to find real things in this earth these days. Let's keep going. Here we go. For after all these things, the Gentiles seek. Matthew 6, 33 will tell you. For seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things shall be at. So how do you depend on God? You seek after him. You go after him. That's dependence. Realizing that you need him. And lastly, Proverbs 3. We must go here. Here we go. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. This never gets old. And lean not to your own understanding. Lean not to you. don't know anything. I know you, Pastor B, I'm a master degree. I got two doctorates from Yale. and But you don't have a doctorate in life. It don't matter how educated you are. And I'm glad you educated. That proves that you're not dumb. Or it should anyway. Let me tell you something. I done, made it, I done met some educated dummies. <laughs> Woo! Sweet Jesus. And your 100,000 went to what? Mm. My God. <laughs> Here we go. And it says in verse 6, in all your ways, acknowledge him. In all your ways, acknowledge the fact that God is greater than I. Acknowledge the fact that God is wiser than I. Acknowledge the fact that God, you know all and you can do all things. Acknowledge the fact that God, I'm not on your level, but God, I trust you at where I am as your child. I got to rely on this. Not I acknowledge you today, Lord. Start your day every day acknowledging God. Say, Lord, I, I thank you for another day, Lord. I, I thank you for this day, God. Whatever the wisdom that you want me to have this day or whoever you connect me to this day, let, me, let it be open to me today, God. I acknowledge you on my job. I acknowledge you at my home. And I ask, oh God, that whatever it is, that you would meet me where I am. And he will do what? Direct your path. Because he knows the way 
that you should take. He is the author and he's the finisher of your faith. And he come here. Quick. Come on, boy. Run like you was about to play tic-tac-toe. Come on. He said, listen, unless you become like a little what? What are you? Boy. You a child. Child. All right. Come on, bro. Work with me. Unless you become like a little what? Child. Thank you. Unless you become like this. He said, you will never learn what real dependence is. We, you know why we go in stages and why we don't come out of our mothers as full of grown adults? Because guess what? Everything in this life teaches us everything that is natural. It has a spiritual correlation with it. Because in this state, we ought to learn how to be children so that we know how to relate with our father. But here's what happens. A lot of our dependence depending on where we grew up in our lives or what cards we were dealt, did not teach us in this state on how to really be children because some of us had to grow up a lot sooner than others. And so you are scared to depend on people because, listen, I couldn't trust nobody all my life, Pastor B. Nobody was trustworthy. But God is saying to you today, with me, you don't have to fear. If you humble yourself to this, listen, I'm not like all the other people that you had in your life. I'm not like all the other ones who may have abused you, take advantage of you. I'm not like all of those. I am your father. I know you may not have had a father in your life. I know that maybe you didn't have a parent or they may have gave you up to adoption. But just to say, I have adopted you as a son. That you can call up Abba Father. And like any, he has the testimony. Well, I had fun with my mommy. My mommy take good care of me. She cooked me all the food. I get all this stuff. You, guess what? God will do the same in your life if you just become like a little what? Boy. Come on, say child. Any child. Child. Thank you. All right. <laughs> all right. Give it up for Eddie one more time. Stand to your feet. We got it. <laughs> Listen, I'm glad he know who he is. Amen. Come on, put your hands on that. Listen, if you don't know Jesus, I offer you Jesus in this moment. Listen, you got to humble yourself. If you do not humble yourself like the child, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is here. You have to humble yourself as a child. Giving your life to Christ is not complicated. All you got to do, believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. You don't have to live as an orphan another day in your life. You can be adopted into as a son of God. In this moment, I offer you Jesus. You don't have to live this life trying to figure it out and be like, oh, I'm, I'm good by myself. You know why people don't depend? Because of their rebellion. You rebel against God, and that's why you don't trust. Because you don't want to be told what to do. I'm a maker of my own destiny. You a lie. Because you don't have no direction. Let God bring clarity to your life today.
If you don't know him, I offer him in this moment. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner and I'm in need of a savior. I acknowledge, Lord, that you died on the cross, that you were buried and that you rose again from my sin and that you ascended to the right hand of the Father just for me. And I ask you to come into my heart today. I'm tired of living as an independent. I want to be dependent on you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Listen, if you said that prayer, put a hand emoji in the chat. Text that screen. We want to pray for you. We want to pray for you. Come on, slip up the hand. If that's you, put it in the chat. If you're here, slip up that hand. Nobody's embarrassing you. Nobody's doing anything in this moment. Come to Jesus. I need you. I need you. Say, oh. Oh, 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 I need you. Everybody say, oh, 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 I need you. I need you. Come on, give God a praise for those who are coming. Hallelujah, Jesus. listening to the get transformed podcast we hope that you subscribe so that you can continue to be empowered by the latest podcast for more information on transformation christian fellowship visit our website at transformationchristianfellowship.org or download our free mobile app on the app store or google play store if you would like to support this ministry simply text tcf1 to 77977 We thank you for your generosity and for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. And remember, transformation starts here.